listening to The Introverted Black Girl. <laughs> As I stood up from mountain pose in my newly found yoga practice, I suddenly got this confidence to record finally. Now, let me tell you, I did not intend on taking this long a break, even though I'm known to take breaks, but I felt like this time I especially needed not only to take a break, but I guess I needed to take time to heal, which is crazy for me to even say out loud. In the midst of me unknowingly trying to heal from my experience moving for the first time on my own, I developed this great sense of fear that if I were to upload again, I wouldn't have anyone listening. And what's crazy is that I started this podcast literally expecting no one to hear me. (laughs) I started this podcast thinking that nobody would want to listen to what I have to say because my situations, I felt like they were too out of what the norm was for podcasting back when I started. Like podcasting is vastly different now. There are countless podcasts where people are speaking about their experiences. But when I started, it wasn't really common. So I expected no one to really take my podcast seriously at all. And that was really the reason why I even put it on the comedy. So I felt like it was a comedy that I was even podcasting about my life as essentially a nobody. Like I'm not a celebrity. Never was. Still am not. But I had a few people listen to me and I was afraid to lose the few people that were listening to me. So you know what I did? I just didn't upload. (laughs) It made it worse. So each day that went by, each month that went by, it just got worse and the anxiety just kept piling up and it was a mess. But for some reason, as I was doing uh, yoga tonight, today is uh, September 22nd. As I was doing yoga tonight, for some reason, I just felt like, you know what? It's my podcast, and I can't let something that I created be the very thing that controls my actions. I control the actions of the podcast. Okay, class? Thank you. So, during my time away, I learned a lot about myself. One of the main things I've learned was that with the people that I've come in contact with, I found that there is a fundamental issue associated with recognizing flaws in character. Like there's a basic problem that people have identifying and acknowledging when someone has a character that has significant flaws or moral issues. Because there are so many ways to express free speech nowadays, and don't get me wrong, that's a good thing. Of course, it has its benefits, but it also means that our moral values can now be constantly changed. And I see that they're constantly shifting and being questioned. And I think that there should be some healthy level of questioning and shifting of ideas. Like, I don't believe in stagnation, but what happens is that somebody that that has good intentions of expressing free speech is also sharing that same space with somebody that may have opposite intentions. And that 
opposite intention can be solely influenced by negative emotions or negative feelings, negative thoughts, insecurity. And it leads to the normalization of harmful ideas or behaviors that ends up influencing one-on-one relationships. Like I noticed that the internet has taken a new shape recently. Um, Like there's like this influx of toxic advice that's being shared and given by men and women but there's this like school of toxic thought that's extremely popular now and I'm seeing the effects of it on a micro level obviously when I'm trying to date when I'm interested in making friends like I see this toxic behavior parallel the advice that I hear from a lot of people online. People so confidently put out content literally saying, hey, here's how you can manipulate somebody. (laughs) Here's how to manipulate a guy into liking you. And here's how you could do it in three steps. (laughs) Or you actually see real life former pimps giving men advice on how to date women or giving women advice on how to treat a guy. Like, it's just ridiculous. And it's not to say that a pimp can't change his ideology, but when a pimp is still spreading pimp ideology and they have a large platform to do it and it's not really being regulated because he can't regulate that, it's obviously free speech it's a real issue because there are people unfortunately that would idolize that person because they have a large following and follow what that person says and actually act out on that in real life in situations that are completely different than the experiences of that said pimp now this is just a hypothetical situation not really because I actually did watch I watched a pimp who has a lot of (laughs) followers actually give YouTube advice this is ridiculous this exists like even reality TV got worse like Zeus network is ridiculous like I'm not even gonna gonna hold you Zeus network is my guilty pleasure (laughs) I watch Jocelyn Cabaret, Jocelyn's Cabaret, I watch Baddies, <sighs> the whole blue face and Krishan Rock situation, like, I don't even want to, I don't even really want to, like, make a comment on that, obviously, I don't know them, you know what I mean, but it's like, it's kind of hard not to form an opinion about blue face and Krishan Rock, I can't even believe their show on Zeus like they're literally broadcasting domestic violence they're filming it like I mean there was a there was a scene where pregnant Krishan Rock was in like a pool at Blueface's house and she like dunked herself underwater in a way that suggested that she was trying to kill herself I mean, she didn't even have on a bathing suit. Like, she had, like, a full, like, sweatsuit on as she's in the pool. 
like she was fully clothed she might have had on her she might have had on her shoes too i'm not i can't remember mind you the cameras are still filming like you would think that first why are you why would you even air that on tv secondly the videographers the people who are filming this they're just they're just steady filming obviously the person who's filming didn't run after her because the camera stayed where it was it like the the position of the camera did not move like she was there for like some amount of some amount of time she could have been under the water even longer than that but what i saw was the mother and the sister run out to pull Krishan Rock out of the water like I'm thinking that they filmed an attempt of suicide there wasn't even like a notice where you know like usually when they have like suicide shown on tv or like on a documentary they usually have the number that says hey if you have if you've if you've experienced thoughts of suicide here's a number to call like it was just strange she's pregnant too TV is strange. The internet is strange. I sound like an old lady. <laughs> I do. And you know what? Maybe I am an old lady at heart. Okay? But I just see how even though things might seemingly be entertaining, I do see how it affects social relationships. And social relationships are very important. They're very important. And I don't think that people really understand the severity of what the internet is doing. Or just media in general. And there are studies about it, but I don't think that it's popularized. I don't think that people are really taking it seriously, at least. I say at the very least, I don't think people are taking the severity of the effects seriously. Like, I think things have gotten so bad that even something as simple as, like, canceling plans in a proper way is a lost concept. I remember watching this TikTok video where this guy was showing that his girlfriend got upset with him for standing her up. I mean, he didn't, he didn't frame it like this, but he literally stood her up. And his reasoning for why she shouldn't have gotten upset was because he fell asleep. Maybe you've seen this TikTok video, <laughs> um, but maybe not. Well, that's really what he was depicting. But aside from him actually showing that as if like the girl is overreacting for having any kind of emotion <laughs> in regards to that, there were people in the comments, thousands of people commenting on this saying that, oh my God, that's that's why I don't date. Like, and it wasn't because they they were on the side of the woman, they were on the side of the guy. So this, uh, this TikTok video had comments from both men and women commenting why they don't date because people would get upset with the fact that you made plans with someone and then the person fell asleep and that person that was waiting for you, or them, rather, got upset. There was no, or little to no, acknowledgement of the character flaw of the person that was making the video, or the character he was trying to portray. Like, it was like a skit, almost. Like, you know, like TikTok, they do reenactments of situations. Or maybe you don't know, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, 
his point of making the video was to show that people overreact. You're not supposed to get upset with the fact that people stand you up now if the reason is that they just simply fell asleep. I think it's a simple concept that there's a proper way to handle that situation. You apologize and acknowledge your wrongdoing in that. You don't make plans with somebody and then fall asleep and think that sleeping is a justification for not following through with plans out of respect for somebody else's time. Like, am I going crazy? Like, does somebody not have the right to think that, yo, like, that's messed up that you would do that? <laughs> you fell asleep. That's your excuse. Okay, forget it. Like, oh, yeah, you just fell asleep. No, no mind. Don't mind the fact that I was waiting here, <laughs> but you for hours dressed, fully ready to go. And I don't hear from you because you fell asleep. And now the plans are canceled. So here's an analogy in case you don't agree with what I'm saying. Let's say that you get a text saying that, hey, tomorrow at 2 p.m., you have to be at such and such place in order to get $2 million. Will you fall asleep if you knew that tomorrow at 2 p.m. you had to be at some place in order to get $2 million? Tell me now you wouldn't put an, put an alarm on to remind you to get the hell up. If you knew you were, you, if you knew you were tired and you knew that you were going to take a nap for whatever reason in the middle of the day. <laughs> if you knew that you were possibly going to get, not even possibly, you, you, were, you were guaranteed $2 million. Are you going to fall asleep? Are you going to argue that if you wake up at 4 p.m., you didn't go to the place. Are you going to argue and say that, well, you should still give me the $2 million because I fell asleep? <laughs> like, in what psychopath world would that be an excuse? And what psychopath would fall asleep knowing that they had an opportunity to get $2 million by just simply showing up? Now, I know that there's people that would say, Oh, that's different. That's a different situation. Is it really a different situation? Are you telling me that money is more valuable than people? And if you say, yeah, there's a fundamental issue with how human beings are seeing other human beings. And that's a problem. It's a problem that we have come to a time where people would openly and confidently say that money is more valuable than a person. And this is what I'm talking about. And it's because of media that we feel like it's okay to say those types of things. But all of this is to say that was one of the main things I've learned since leaving New York. Because I thought it was just an issue with men that I was running to, running into in New York that there's this, there's this character issue. But I'm realizing as I travel more that it's just an issue with people, period. It's a human being issue. And I really do believe that it's because of the advice that they're getting online. And the advice that they're getting indirectly because of media. So I don't know which one is a bigger realization that the internet is basically attributing to ruining social relationships on a deeper level or that 
people, as a result, have a problem with recognizing what's morally wrong and what's an actual character flaw and actually accepting that, but also valuing remaining as somebody who's seen in a, in a good light character-wise. I don't even think that people care about that. People do not care about being seen as a good person. Sorry, it sounds so depressing, but I mean, it's just my noticings. <laughs> That's what I noticed. Anyway, so, I mean, I did say that I was healing, so I mean, obviously, you probably expect me to have some type of, like, <laughs> something that I'm healing from. Um, secondly, I realized that I need a career change, and I'm going to be updating you guys on that, what I'm going into soon. Just got to wait on that. Um, but I am working towards something that's probably going to change change the trajectory of my entire life. Well, I don't want to put too much weight on it. It's not that deep. <laughs> like, it's just a job. But it's it's a large undertaking for a lot of people. So I'm not going to, like, shit on it like that. Like, saying it was just a job. I mean, this type of job is actually extremely important. A lot of important people do this job. And... You know, I'm going to be one of those people. So, I'll update you guys on that as that progresses. But in realizing that I needed, need a career change, I realized how important respect is to me. I felt like because of the roles that I was in, I just did not command respect. And it doesn't help that I'm usually the youngest in my organizations or the companies that I've worked for and no matter how much a job tries to claim how inclusive they are, there is this undertone that no matter how much education you have or experience you have, if you're young, people just generally don't respect you as much. But it doesn't help that you're you know, you're young and you're also in a position that's constantly having to answer to somebody. I don't like answering to people. I don't like it. But then I also don't like people answering to me neither. Like supervising adults while people know that you're young is like one of the worst things. Because people on purpose give you the hardest time. It's like, it's not my fault that you're old as shit and you have to answer to me. You know what I'm saying? Like go to school or something like why are you mad at me for because you got to answer to me like I just applied to the job that offered me more money bitch so just do what I tell you to do okay and you know most times when I'm telling somebody to do something is because the person above me told me to tell you to do it so like why why are you mad at me so like, I don't know I don't like maybe it's a middle management thing I don't like middle management maybe if I was like on the executive level maybe I would like that but then that also comes with extreme responsibility <sighs> I mean ultimately I would want my own company I would want to run my own company and you know have the autonomy that comes with that but in the meantime I have to find a career or something that I don't hate, you know, 
I don't think I ask for too much. Just a job that I do not hate. I jump from job to job, and I probably will continue to jump from job to job until I find a place and a career that fits me. What I'm searching for, I'm not really sure, but I found that respect is very important. I want people to respect me. I want to respect people, and I don't really think that that's a lot to ask for, but nowadays it is when you're working. Like, people are... ridiculous that's the word of the <laughs> that's the word of the day ridiculous oh. but yeah that's where I am mentally like I'm I'm focused on career right now I'm focused on basically just trying to create a life for myself create a life for myself that I am proud of And so, like, you know, bear with me. I'm slowly easing back into podcasting. I'm slowly easing back into the person that I was. And it sounds so strange and foreign to even say that, but, like, like I would hear people say stuff like, oh, I lost a part of myself. Well, I never really knew what that meant. I was like, oh, people just say that. Like, what does that even mean? You lost a part of yourself. But, yeah, I feel like I actually did lose a part of myself. I started to become detached from things that used to bring me joy. And I don't want to be that way anymore. And I should not feel like I can't get back to what I used to be for a reason that I can't even pinpoint. Honestly, I don't know. So I just felt like, you know what, let me, let me try to take some control in making the life that I want. So, um, I guess <laughs> this is the uh, another beginning of me continuing my journey. Where is this journey going, you might ask? I have no idea, but I'm excited for the opportunity to shape my journey into whatever I want it to be. You are listening to The Introverted Black Girl.